Welcome to another episode of the Firefighting 360 podcast. Today's episode, we're going to have Chris Cavalier, who runs the Tailboard Leadership page on Instagram and Facebook on, to discuss some Tailboard Leadership and uh, just give his thoughts on his page and because it's kind of taken off. And we're going to take a look at that, uh, read a little bit from what he posts and just talk some shop. Uh, if you do got, if you do enjoy the podcast, give us a follow on Instagram at Firefighting 360. I would be grateful, and uh, yeah, let's hop on to the interview and stay tuned for uh, another interview here in just a couple of weeks. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get it. All right, guys, welcome into another episode of the Firefighter 360 podcast. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Chris Cavalier, who is a firefighter here in the state of South Carolina. Chris, how you feeling, man? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, Chris Chris has a, a, a Facebook and Instagram page that he started, the Tailboard Leadership, and uh, everybody go give that a follow, give it a like. He does a phenomenal job um, posting, I mean, really, really good stuff, um, you know, specifically about from a Tailboard position, firefighter culture, stuff, you know, along those lines. Um, so everybody make sure to go give that a follow and give it a like. Um, but Chris, yeah, man, let's, let's start, I kind of, I guess kind of at the beginning, like, why do you want to get in the fire service to begin with? Uh, so this October will mark 13 years in the service for me. Um, I started as a volunteer up just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I wanted to be a firefighter my entire life. Uh, so joining the fire service at the young age of 14 as a junior up there, uh, that introduced me to the thing and started taking classes, started running calls, and I fell in love with it, you know, instantly. Uh, like I said, that's what I wanted to do since I was young. So I really had no other career aspiration. I actually tried to become a police officer uh, a few years ago, but luckily that failed successfully. <laughs> so I think uh, everything worked out good. But like I said, 13 years in the service, um, like you said, currently in South Carolina, started in Pennsylvania. Uh, so it's a bit of a difference. So just like you said about culture in the fire service, the culture in Pennsylvania or in the Northeast is much different than it is down here. Uh, but we can get into that a little bit later. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I actually met Chris. We took a class together um, here recently and met him. Um, and he's, you know, he, he's a great guy. So again, again, I just want to kind of stress, go follow, go follow the, his Instagram and Facebook pages because it's very knowledgeable and he, he does know what he's talking about and it's, it's good stuff. So, We'll dive on in. Um, so what, what made you want to start the Facebook page and the Instagram page? Um, I mean, any specific thing happen or just out of nowhere? Um, I've, I've been doing social media, quote unquote, since like high school. I've kind of dabbled in it with a different couple of different brands back then. Uh, and then with my volunteer service I started with, I still run their Facebook page. Uh, so I've been doing that for eight or 10 years now. Uh, so doing this was just kind of in line with content creation. That's what I've done in the past. So kind of just following through with that and then mixing content creation with my love for the fire service kind of created this. Um, as far as this, like uh, this type of page, as far as like leadership or motivation or culture, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what it's defined as really. It's kind of a bunch of different things, but I'd like to say it's all truth that firemen like to hear, or like to read about if they agree with it. Um, I think the fire service is at a very pivotal moment, uh, not just where you and I are, but like in the entire country, maybe world. 
Um, I think we're at a crossroads where a bunch of different generations of firefighters are coming together and there's a lot of difference in opinions and views on the job, on tactics, on culture. Um, and I think a lot of people have kind of lost sight of what, what it should be compared to what it is or what they're trying to turn it into. Um, so pretty much I just started because one, I, I like to just share my own thoughts and it kind of keeps me accountable too, because if, you know, if I give advice, I, I kind of have to follow my own advice too. So I think it's good for me to keep myself accountable and the page has taken off like crazy. Um, I think that's mostly because I do share, uh, I guess, hard hitting truth. And I think a lot of firemen who are kind of fed up with the old school stuff and kind of fed up with the new school stuff and just want to be firemen. I think that's why it's resonating so well. Yeah. I mean, I would have to agree with you. I, I, I'm, a, I'm actually going to read one of uh, one of your posts, if you don't mind. Yeah, um, sure. This one right here, it was um, – it's the one, I guess – I mean, I've, like I said, I've read probably every single post that you've posted. Um, but one that really kind of kind of stuck with me um, is the Do It Together one that you posted today, actually. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And uh, I'm not going to read the entire thing, but um, I, I do want to read a couple – a little paragraph out of it. And it says, uh, quote, ever walk into a firehouse and there's laughter, joking, and just a great vibe. Ever walk ever walk into one and there is no talking, no laughing, and everyone is in a different room. Which one would you rather want to work in? If your firehouse culture is suffering, this may be the reason. And I just want to kind of touch on that because I'm, I've worked at several departments um, and I've seen that. I've seen it per firsthand. I've, probably all of us have seen it firsthand at some point in our careers um, where you walk in and, you know, it's just – the people that you're working with that don't want to be there, they're there to get a paycheck and to go hit the house. Um, and then we've been, you know, you, you're with that. You've also been with the crews where they get in there and they get after it. They love the job. They want to train. Um, they, you know, they go a hundred percent, they give 110% at all times. And there, there's no question for me personally, which one I would rather be on, which, which crew I'd rather be with. And, I, you know, it, I think that has a lot to do with what another post that you posted about firefighter culture and what, why it is suffering a little bit is because there is so much, so much of that. that. I hate to say, you know, it's the older generation or whatever. I, it's not necessarily just the older generation. Um, it's, it's just, I think it's the culture we live in outside of the fire department being brought into the fire department. And mm -hmm. kind of like what me and Micah talked about on the uh, last, uh, last week's podcast was brotherhood and it not be, really being there and how we can get back to it. And I think that, I, I think that just hits the nail on the head right there. Like which firehouse would you rather walk into? Right. And I just, yeah, that, that, that one right there stuck with me. It hit me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, volunteering up North. So I did that for, uh, up until about three years ago. So three out of the 13 years. So that's been what I started and kind of grew up with. And as a volunteer, obviously we're not getting paid. So like we used to hang out at the firehouse all hours of the night and day when we had off time from our regular jobs or school. And that's where we wanted to be. So the culture up there at the time was a little bit different because we weren't forced to be there. Everybody wanted to be there. And right. that's, I think that's what really instilled the good culture with me because I volunteered at a few different houses outside of the city of Pittsburgh. So we were really busy, a lot of fires, like it was a good culture. And to have that brotherhood and that true camaraderie uh, without like the pressure of it being, you know, just a job, if you will, I think that's what really instilled uh, the culture the firehouse culture in me. And I'm still trying to bring that down here or everywhere. Uh, like you said, some people are only 
in this job for a paycheck. I think they may have started for a different reason, but I think it's slowly morphed into now I'm only here for a paycheck, um, which is fine. I mean, not everyone's going to be 100% bought in, but, you know, don't don't ruin somebody else's good attitude if, if you don't want to be there. You know, just kind of keep it to yourself. No, yeah, I agree. I, and it, I think it com- it's a combination of things from what I've seen over my, you know, personal experiences. You know, guys come in with that attitude and then – whatever happens, you know, a promotion comes up and they get passed over for some, they get passed over and whether it be because in their head or people are telling them, well, it's because that's the chief's boy or this is, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. And then you just, you just kind of start, you know, sinking back and sinking back, you get complacent, you know, you stop training. Um, and, you know, I've, I've been there. I'm guilty of that myself. I mean, I've been doing this for 13 years as well. And I, you know, I, I'm definitely early in my career, I can say that I was guilty of that, man. You get definitely when you get around some some older. For me, it was older guys who were on their way out, and they were coming to get a paycheck. And you buy into that, and the negativity, and the talking crap about so and so behind their back, or talking crap about the chief or the lieutenant or the captain on shift. And it, you know, it when you surround yourself with guys who are you know, bought in who are positive, who do want the best for, because at the end of the day, we got to remember we're here for, no, we're not here for us. We're here for other people. So when you remember that it's a lot easier to, to, to be bought in because you know, Hey, when you're at the drill tower and you're doing a search and it's just training, it's just, you know, you got a blacked out mask or it's a fog machine. It's not even a real fire. So you're like, okay, I've been in this burn building 120 times. I know exactly where the victim is. And so you, it's, it's a lot easier to be complacent with it, but we have to remember that there is people's lives on the line of this job. It just is what it is. And we have to, we, we just have to get back to, you know, that, that culture of, because I'm like you, I started as, as just a volunteer working a full-time job and it was the same thing. I mean, everybody was at the firehouse. There'd be 10 to 20 of us at all times. Mm-hmm. And it, we just were there to have fun. I mean, we got to run calls. We got to run fires. We got to run all that stuff. But honestly, at the station, we had a blast. Yeah. And then, and then when I got to the my full time, or not the where I'm currently at, but the full time department, the full career personnel, whatever. When I got into that, I seen clicky clicks and some clicks. Some people would hang out off shift, but if you wasn't in that click, you kind of got passed it out. And that's mm-hmm. something that I'm personally want to see go. Like I personally like. I come on shift. Um, I'm at, you know, about the same, not as big as a department as you, but I'm at a, at a pretty decent sized department. And that's one thing that I want to see for us as well is that it doesn't matter if this guy's awkward or weird or whatever, you know, bring him in. Hey, look, Hey, you know, let's show him the ropes. Let's show, let's you know, bring him into this clip. The, the whole fire department should be a click in my opinion, not just individual clicks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna, unfortunately, everyone's going to be, different i mean you're going to have the clicks it's just human nature i think every job's like that no matter how much we're like there's always going to be a difference which is totally understandable and uh but like you said i think just being you can still be you know brothers on the job and don't have to hang out with each other outside of work but i mean we still gotta i still think even in the most like i guess brotherhood type firehouses if you will there's still clicks because there's still going to be outsiders i mean no matter where you go what you do you just can't solve the problem but i mean you know podcasts like this or pages like mine if you will i mean trying our best to just to just 
as I've said multiple times, just leave the job a little bit better than we found it. I mean, that's what it's about. I mean, ultimately we are here for them, but if we can have a little bit of fun while we're doing it or, you know, make, make it a little bit more enjoyable for, for us or the next generation or the new guy, whatever it is, I think that's, that's all worth it too. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. So another question I have for you about the, the, the tailboard leadership pages, what are you trying to accomplish? Is that what it is? I mean, you're just trying to leave it better than you found it. Ultimately. Yes. Um, Right now, Currently, I do not hold like an officer type role, um, which a lot of people don't quite seem to grasp that I'm giving out quote, you know, it's 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 labeled as leadership and I don't actually hold like a, like an actual leadership role. Yeah. But as I've been trying to impress upon people with the page or in person or whatever the case is, you don't need to be a high ranking officer to be a leader. I think someone who's steps onto the fire department who demonstrates leadership qualities is a leader. I mean, you don't have to hold a rank to, in order to be qualified or qualified or designated as a leader. Yep. Um, I think the entire premise of the page is to kind of spotlight on people's mindsets that anybody can be a leader and that the leadership mentality starts on the tailboard uh, position. Um, I think a lot of departments focus on officer development when it's a little bit too late because you should be priming those people from day one to be, you know, drivers, leaders, officers, whatever you want to call it. They should, that should pretty much start day one. And you can pretty much pick out who's going to be a good driver, who's going to be a good firefighter, who's going to be a good officer uh, almost right away. I mean, they either, they either have it or they don't. Um, some people say you can teach leadership, you can teach, you know, officership or whatever you want to call it. Um, that's true to a point, but some people just naturally have it more than others. I'm sure you know that too. Uh, but I think there's a big disconnect with a lot of fire departments, how they just totally discredit everybody from, you know, certain firefighter level down because they don't have the certain rank. So they're immediately, they immediately know nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and that's hard to do from, I mean, I agree with you, but my thing is, is I, I've seen it. I mean, you have guys come in, this guy switch departments, um, you have, a, it's a lot different when you have a guy who just went to the fire academy, who's 18 years old versus mm. somebody who switches a department who's got 15 years on the job who's you know been you know been on a ladder truck on a true ladder truck been on a true rescue company and they come into a they come into the job there's a big difference in there and I'm not saying that you treat them any different than you would a rookie if they're coming in right. but you have to also understand that they are coming in and they do know what they're talking about they have to show that obviously obviously um, they, yeah. have to, they have to show that and they have to show that on calls they have to show that around the firehouse and they have to show the respect. Um, but at the same time, you know, that it's, it's a wide range coming in the door nowadays. Um, I mean, specifically at my department, we have a guy who's a lot older than me. He's, four, I don't, he's probably in his young early forties, only been in the fire service for six months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have guys who, you know, obviously been there who are getting ready to retire. So it's such a wide range and, you know, but the guy who's been there for six months has a ton of military experience. So he definitely has leadership capabilities and leadership, you know, potential. And you can, again, it goes back to, you can learn from anybody. I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a captain or a lieutenant on a truck. Um, so, yeah, I would have to agree with you a hundred percent. So, yeah, I mean, I, one more question I have for you is mainly, so what the, the, the page itself sticking with the page is this for people who don't follow it already, but is this something that you try to put out daily, weekly, just whenever the a thought hits you, you know, or how does that work? 
Uh, right now, it's been every other day, um, but it's it's kind of difficult just trying to get all the posts lined up. So it's it's on that schedule. Uh, ideally, it would be it would be daily, but to try to make sure it's like hard hitting and you know entertaining to read, it's gonna take a little bit more effort than just hours. But uh, eventually, probably daily. I think every other day right now is a good healthy medium because then it lets it kind of sit and digest with people for a little bit before just pumping the next idea out there too. Um, but kind of going back to what I said, just this previous thought about, you know, the new guys coming on. People do, I almost want to make it clear that some people think that, you know, the new guy coming on with no experience, you got to treat him as like he's given orders, he's in charge. That's not what it's about, obviously. Yeah. Some people, most people realize that, but there's there's a few people who, you know, kind of went over their head. Like that's not yeah. obviously the point. Uh, anyone can be can demonstrate leadership. You don't you don't have to be given orders to be a leader. You know, you can just take self initiative and self accountability and be your own leader, and you're still a leader. Yeah. Um, I think that's what the fire service is lacking too is self. You know, accountability. Uh, that kind of goes back to leadership within yourself. I mean, if you can't lead yourself, you're not going to lead lead others. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much what the page is for. It's for firefighters at all levels. It's not specific to just officers. It's not specific to just tailboard firefighters. Ideally, it should resonate and reach, you know, all the way from the brand new probie who just got on with six months experience all the way to the fire chief who's been doing it for 30 years. I think all of my posts are kind of wide ranging. They're not specific to one, you know, rank or time period, if you will. I think every, anyone can take the advice. Everyone should be you know, trying to be better. I mean, that's another big proponent of the page is just self-improvement and leaving the job better than you found it. I don't think anybody can disagree with that. Uh, well, maybe some, but that's, they shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, you're always going to have haters regardless. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. just is what it is. Um, yeah. And I mean, I mean, I love it, man. I love the, the, the simple, I mean, the simple phrase of just leave the job better than you found it. I mean, you know, you grow up and they're you, you, down here in the South. I'm, I'm assuming it's, you know, everywhere, but my my dad always told me if you go to somewhere and you are at somebody's house or whatever, you leave it better than you found it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's a, a pretty good motto to stick with. Um, so let me ask you this, man. I know you are tailboard right now or not in a leadership role with your current department. Uh, what what are your aspirations professionally? Um, do you want to, you know, there's a lot of guys who want to be tailboard their whole career. There's a lot of guys who want to drive their whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, are you looking to make it up into some leadership positions eventually? Yeah, ultimately, I think that is the aspiration. Um, I've talked to a few different people at my same level, you know, all over the country. You know, like you just said, some people want to stay the firefighter for their entire career, which is fine. Some people want to promote an engineer and stay there forever, which is also fine. And then some people want to go all the way up and try to make it for chief, which is also fine. Um, Obviously, my aspiration is to move up as far as uh, getting into an officer role, but as far as how much, I'm not quite sure. I guess it's just where the pieces may fall. Yeah. Um, I am slated for promotion to our driver position uh, within the next two months, two and a half months. So that should be exciting. Yeah, for sure. uh, and after that, it kind of goes up from there, obviously. But, you know, in the previous part departments, I have held leadership roles. So I just want to preface that, that I'm, I'm not without leadership experience yeah. uh, and in, in the volunteer world. When I was working, you know, a full-time job outside of volunteering uh, in corporate America, which is just a blast. Let me tell you, <laughs> yeah. uh, that was also a leadership role there too, um, which is, which is very interesting because tying corporate leadership and the fire service leadership is like night and day. Yeah. Uh, that goes back to culture. Like people, 
people in corporate America are very jealous of like the, the culture the fire service has uh, because our bond is very strong. You know, we always work as a team. Even if we hate each other, we're still going to work as a team. In corporate America, you can hate each other and you will not work with each other no matter what. Um, I think it's just, it's, it's really different uh, perspective, especially for me working in that environment and also volunteering at the same time, going from day job to, to, you know, the firehouse at night is just two different worlds, but experience is experience. And I'm glad I, I kind of experienced that to kind of lead me to where I'm at now. Yeah, no, I'd have to agree with you. I I, I was the same way. I mean, I, I was volunteering and then I, I got, I was working at a uh, local cable company full time and, uh, I got promoted up and was, it was the same way you just the, the night and day difference. Like you said, I mean, it's the, the fire service is like, unlike anything else I've, I've ever experienced. I mean, it, it's something that, well, you know, I have left the fire service for a short amount of time and brought my butt right back to the fire service because it's just, it, I've always said this, it, you know, we, I do this job for the first five minutes of a house fire, mm-hmm. but it, it that's kind of a simple way to look at it, but it's a lot more than that. It's the camaraderie. It's the, you know, you see traumatic things. So when you see traumatic things with, it's almost like soldiers in war, when they see these things, like I got one of my good, good friends who got deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan multiple times. All he cares, all he cared about was going back and doing it again. I mean, even though it's the, you know, dangerous and it's all this, he wanted to go do it again. Sounds like every fireman. Yeah. yeah, and it's the same thing. It's just, it's it's so similar to how we are because you just want to go do it again. I mean, you you could run a house fire this shift, and you don't want to see nobody's house. Let me preface this: you don't want to see right. anybody's stuff, anybody's right. their stuff. But make no mistake, we're firefighters. That's what we want to do. We we do this job for a reason, and mm-hmm. um, that's that's where the bonds are built uh, on the fire ground or on a bad traffic accident or on a traumatic call where you can go back. And it just, for some reason that just, it, it bonds you. It just does. I don't know. You know, I'm not, it just does. And um, it's, that's not going to happen in the corporate world. <laughs> it's just, it's just not. Yeah. And I think that's exactly why like my passion is, is so strong with trying to make the job better or leave it better than I found it is because it is such a good job. It is such a good career, you know, every facet of it, even on, I'd much rather be doing that than, you know, working a desk job in some, obviously. But um, I also wanted to say that I totally lost my train of thought. No, you're my good. internet keeps cutting out. That's insane. No, no. Uh, but yeah, good. like I said, I think leaving it better than we found it. I mean, that's why it's so passionate because if you're working in this, you know it's great. So why would you not want to contribute to the culture and make it a little bit better? Um, and just like you said, going to fires is what I was going to say. Uh, I have noticed, you know, career volunteer, big, small department. You know, I've worked... I worked in a few career departments. I've volunteered in multiple other departments now all across the country, if you will. And this still hangs true. The more calls you go to, the less drama and less bullshit you have in the firehouse. Um, I think everybody across the country can attest to that. But some people haven't quite figured that out. But the busier stations, the busier departments. If you're not a part of it. Their brotherhood is stronger. They just get along a lot, a lot better. And I think that's because they push all the outside noise to the side and focus on, you know, the job itself. And that's what brings, like you said, that's what brings everybody together every single time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I agree a hundred percent. It's, I've been at the departments where it's, you know, you run 1500 calls. I've been at departments where you run 10,000 calls a year, you know, and it's just, I agree. I mean, because once you, 
if you're at a department that don't run a lot of calls and you're it find you find so much more time to find reasons to get upset about well so and so didn't replace the toilet paper last shift so and so didn't put up the dishes last shift so and so didn't do this last shift but when you're out running calls you're gonna take that with a grain of salt you're like oh man they were on a wreck I'll get it it's not a big deal so I I agree with you hundred percent um. Well, man, I, th- I think we're going to be about out of our time. Do you have anything else you, w- you want to talk about? Uh, not really, unless you want to hit on anything. I just want to say I love what you're doing here. The podcast is a great idea. Uh, like you said, you're contributing to the culture by doing this. I think, you know, since you're only on episode two, you have a ton of room to grow. So I really appreciate, you know, being first one of the first few guests on here. Yep. Uh, keep up the great work, too, because, you know, this is what the service needs is more guys coming together talking about improvement and then ultimately becoming better for, for them as you will. Yeah, man. I appreciate the kind of words and likewise, I mean, you're doing a great job with the, the tubboard leadership stuff. And uh, yeah, man, uh, for, for, again, for anyone who is curious, go, uh, go check it out on Facebook, Instagram, tubboard leadership. Um, like I said, he does a phenomenal job. And if you follow my account on Instagram, firefighting 360, You'll see me repost it. You'll see me, you'll see it in the stories. I'll have it on there because it's it's really, really good stuff. Um, Chris, man, I really do appreciate you taking the time out and hopping on. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, that'll be it for me and Chris. Uh, catch us next time. We'll probably have another podcast out. I'm waiting to hear back from a couple of people, but uh, hopefully within the next week or two, we'll have another episode out. So thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Firefighting 360 podcast. We'll see you guys next time.